Good evening. It's great to see everyone out here this evening. You know, I told myself I was going to go over this lesson so many times and I was going to get up here and not be nervous. I was wrong. I was very wrong. So we bear with me and try to, and I hope that I can teach you something and that you can take something from this lesson. So if you haven't already, will you please turn your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings 6, chapter 6 and 7 will be where the majority of our lesson comes from this evening. So I'm going to, ta- I'm going to tell you a story this evening, and it's kind of going to go along with the Halloween theme, because tomorrow is Halloween, as most of you know, and it's going to be kind of a creepy and kind of have some gross parts to it, so we'll get you in the Halloween spirit. So let's start off and look at 2 Kings 6, verses 24 and 25. And it reads, And it happened after this that Benadad, king of Syria, gathered all his army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and indeed they besieged it until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of silver, and a fourth of a cab and of dove's droppings was sold for five shekels of silver. So the Syrian army has gone to the city of Samaria and surrounded it, or besieged it, as it says which means that they've completely encircled the city and cut off all supplies, that nothing can come in and nothing can go out. And so while this happens, there's also a famine in the land. And the people begin taking some extreme measures to get food. As it says, they begin eating donkey's heads and dove droppings. Now, I can't, I can't imagine eating something that gross. Like, I don't know how a person could get to that point. But then, if we keep reading, it gets worse than that, if it can get worse than that. Let's look at verses 26 through 29. And it reads, And then the king of Israel was passing by on the wall, and a woman cried out to him, saying, Help, help my lord, O king. And he said, If the lord does not help you, where can I find help for you, for the, from the fleshing, threshing floor or from the winepress? Then the king said to her, What is troubling you? And she answered him, This woman said to me, Give me your son, that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him, and I said to her on the next day, Give us your son, that we may eat him, but she has hidden her son. So these women are having to fight over whose child they're going to eat. They're so starving and so in need of food that they're having to try to decide whose baby they're going to cook and eat today. Now, me not even being a parent yet, I can't imagine taking a small child and having to do that. Having to, you're so far, you're so hungry that you have to eat a child. I can't imagine, and I can't imagine what it would be like for a parent to have to do that to their own child. I don't. There's no way. I don't think I could do it. So now let's jump forward in the story to chapter seven, and let's look at verses three and four. And it reads, "Now there were four leprous men." At the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we enter the city, we will die. The famine if we enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we will die there. And if we sit here, we will die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If we if they keep us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall only die. So these four leprous men are sitting at the gates of the city, because back then when you were a leper you were cast out of the city because no one wanted to be around you. And they're kind of weighing their options, I guess, because they know that they've got to do something or they're just going to die. Their first option is to go into the city, but they know that that's not really an option because there's nothing to eat, so they're going to die there. 
Their second option is they can just stay, which, again, there's, they're going to die either from their leprosy or from starvation. So they have one more option, and it is to go to the Syrians and surrender and hope that they have some type of mercy on them and they, they can spare their lives. And so they go with option three. They're walking up to the Syrian camp, and there's, they are, there's a surprise waiting there for them. Let's look at verses 5 through 7. And it says, And they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, Look, the king, of, the king of Israel has hired against us the king of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight, and they left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. So these men, or the army, had heard a great noise. Well, okay, let's back up. The four men had arrived at the outskirts of the camp, and it's abandoned. Everything was left there. The animals, the food, everything. The, the Syrians had just got up and ran away. Why? Because God was on the side of the Samaritans in this story. God forced the Syrian army to hear the sound of a larger army than theirs, and so they became afraid and ran for their lives, leaving everything behind. So these four lepers are at the camp. No one's there. Now let's see what they do. In verse 8, it says, and when, these lepers came to the, and when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent, ate, drank, and carried the silver, gold, and clothing, and went and hid them. And they came back and entered another tent and carried some of there also and went and hid it. So they went in, and because they were hungry, they obviously hadn't eaten in a while because of the famine, and they went in and began eating and drinking and then taking anything of value they could find and going and hiding it and then going to keep it for themselves for later. They had, these four men had access to food, water, and valuable things from their enemy, but they chose to go hide it for themselves. They chose to not tell the people in their city who were starving and dying. They chose to not tell them. But then you look at verse 9. Verse 9 is the key verse that I wanted to talk about tonight. It reads, Then they said to one another, We are not doing good. This is a day of good news, and we remain silent. If we wait until the morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore let us go and tell the king's household. These men realized, thankfully for the people, that what they were doing was not right. They could not keep such fantastic news to themselves. They couldn't just leave those people there starving and dying. So they went and told everyone in the city. So now you're probably wondering, how does this crazy story about people starving and then oh, this army, how, does it, how is that going to relate to us? Well, in, in this story, we can be compared to these lepers. And the good news that we have is the gospel. We have the best news that anyone in the entire world can hear, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as, it said, as the men said, it is wrong for us to keep it to ourselves. We cannot keep it inside of us. So I, I found that Jeremiah explained this very well in Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. It reads, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. I was weary of holding it back, 
and I could not. Jeremiah is saying that the God, word of God has so much power within him, it was like a fire, and he tried, he tried to hold it back, and he couldn't do it. So that's how, that's how the word of God needs to be within us. Even if we try to hold it back, we don't need to. It can't be held back. Another verse is what Paul said in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. For it says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also to the Greek. We have no reason to be ashamed of this gospel that we have inside of us. The, story, the wonderful story of Jesus needs to be told. We need to proclaim it to everyone. And then also another interesting thing I found out about this verse is the word power. It says, for it is the power of God to salvation. Now, I did some research, and the word power, when translated from the Greek, is the word dynamis. And it is where we get our English word dynamite. And so, that makes you think. The word of God is like this stick of dynamite. And all you've got to do is one little spark, and it will explode. And there's, it can have such a great impact on so many people. And then, Paul also says in the end of that verse, that it provides salvation for Everyone. It's not just for ourselves. We can't just get the salvation and then keep it. We have to give it to everyone, as many people as we possibly can. So, now the question is, has this have you heard, you've heard this power, do you believe it? As this verse says, it is salvation to those who believe. Do you believe it? Let's look at one final verse. Let's look at Psalms chapter 40, verses 8 through 10. Psalms 40 8 through 10. It says, I delight to you to do your will, O God, and your law is written within my heart. I have proclaimed the good news of righteousness in the great assembly. Indeed, I do not restrain my lips, O Lord. You yourself know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your, your loving kindness and your truth from your great assembly. So let's say you have heard this and you have believed and you have been baptized and you followed those steps. Are you being are you being like David says in this song? Are you going out and proclaiming it to the great assembly or to the world? Are you going out and telling everyone? Or are you keeping this wonderful great news inside? Because if you are, you need to think like those four lepers thought. It is not right to keep this to yourself. So if you have any need or have been keeping this to yourself, we ask you to please come as we stand and sing.